Welcome to Around Kansas. I'm Deb Goodrich. And I'm Michelle Martin. And it's all about kitty cats today. <laughs> We're going to talk about mountain lions. And a lot of you remember how not so long ago, the um, deniers were saying there were no mountain lions in Kansas, despite frequent sightings. But I do recall sitting in Mike Hayden's office when he was the director of wildlife parks and tourism. And this has been a while back, it was 15 years ago or so. And I asked him point blank, I said, Mike, are there mountain lions? And he said, well, you know, Mike, he said, well, except Mike said it like, well, and then he's like, um, you know, um, there was one hit by a train down south. I can't remember. It's one of the border counties with Oklahoma and it had been tagged in South Dakota. And he said, I'm pretty sure it didn't walk around Kansas to get down there to Oklahoma. So um, we, he knew there were, but there were no confirmed sightings. You know, you got to have some real proof. So right behind me is a photo not too long ago um, taken in Kiowa County. And if you're wondering what that big cat has in its mouth, it's a porcupine. So I, wow. I, obviously the cat won, but I would, uh, you know, dogs and so many animals are always getting stuck with porcupine quills. So man, uh, I, I, that might have been a fight right there. Ooh, uh, yeah, definitely. You know, Deb, I was reading that um, on May 11th, I was reading a story uh, in one of the Kansas newspapers, and it said there have been 12 mountain lion sightings in the past nine months in Kansas. Isn't that something? So yeah, we know they're here now, and they have been caught... For one thing, so many more people have trail cams or they've mm -hmm. got security cameras. So there's the opportunity, I think, more so now to catch sight of those animals. And um, of course, the most exciting one was just a couple of weeks ago when one was captured on a camera in downtown Wichita. And so they were giving out warnings, you know, keep the little doggies in you know, watch, mm -hmm. uh, watch your pets and, uh, you know, just be aware, but it's kind of like the, the big bear, you know, that's like, they can go wherever they want to. You know, Deb, here in Arizona, obviously mountain lion, um, we don't see them in the city. They're up in the mountains. We know that they're along with bear and other animals, but I have to say, I think part of the reason we're now seeing them more often, and especially in places like downtown Wichita, is that areas of their habitat is being, their habitat is being developed, is being farmed, is being ranched, other things. Sure. It's nothing against farmers, it's nothing against ranchers or developer, developers, but human encroachment is changing their migratory and their movement patterns. You know, my husband was, um, on our roof the other morning and he gets on the roof to clean the solar panels uh and he was spraying off the solar panels and happened to look over we have a flat roof on our garage here in arizona and he saw something curled up by the air conditioner and as he moved closer he stopped because he realized as it looked at him it was a coyote the coyote was on the roof of our garage curled up and it probably 
squeezed its way through our driveway gate. Literally, it either climbed our grapefruit tree and jumped up onto the garage roof, or it literally walked through our backyard, walked through our exterior staircase that goes to an outdoor balcony. And that's the balcony. You know that balcony, Deb. It's right off the room that you stayed when you visited. I walked up the stairs and was able to hop on the roof from that balcony and then made its way over to the garage roof where it was flat and comfy and maybe away from something chasing it, who knows? And he disturbed its morning sleep. Wow, wow. Yeah. We, you know, we expect that here. I mean, mm -hmm. that wouldn't be too far-fetched for me to go out and find one on the roof, but out in the middle of Mesa, I mean, that is just, mm -hmm. that is wild. So yeah. you're right, the, the um, their habitat is being encroached upon, and because of uh, uh, a lot of the regulations, you know, they're not, a lot of those animals are not being thinned out by hunters. Right. And, you know, they, uh, you can't, you can't hunt in town for good reason, you know, <laughs> and so they, they figure out where the, where the hunting zone stops, you know, they, they yeah. figure it out really quickly and that's where they go. Their, their internal mountain lion GPS figures out those boundaries real fast and, uh, they also know where they can get a quick meal, a much easier, quicker meal. And you're right, it's you know keeping the small animals, your dogs, especially your cats. And I did, my first thought was, oh my gosh, when my husband told me the coyote was on the roof, I thought, oh, I hope, you know, this wasn't the morning when maybe the cat darted out the door, like yeah. she tries to dart out. I thought, oh no. So I've been real hyper vigilant lately about making sure kitty cats in bed with me in the morning Sure. So she doesn't become snack food for something bigger. Yeah, that's a good plan. Hey, we'll be right back. We've got some more stories to share with you. Welcome to the Western Kansas Wildlife Travel Center right here in my hometown of Oakley, Kansas. We're the front door of Western Kansas located on three main highways, I-70, US-83, and US-40. And all those roads lead to history, beautiful scenery, and adventure no matter which direction you go. We now have an IHOP brand that you've trusted up and down the road in all your travels is staffed with local folks, real people, just like you and me, and we're waiting on you to join us. So for fun, adventure, fuel up, fuel your body, and let's have some fun. Howdy. I'm Seth Hayes and welcome to my hometown from then to now. Council Grove has a rich history as deep as the prairie tall grass. Spend the day visiting 25 historic sites or explore the unique shops and restaurants or mosey out of town along the Santa Fe Trail. Y'all visit my hometown, Council Grove in the heart of the Flint Hills. So one of the reasons we're talking about mountain lions this morning, of course, is because there have been a lot more sightings and we were just talking about why that is. And of course, one of them is the opportunity to catch 
these animals on camera because so many people have security cameras or trail cams out in their yards just to see what shows up. But another reason that we probably have an increase in the population is like Michelle was talking just a minute ago about uh, grabbing a quick snack with the deer population as high as it is and wild turkeys and a lot of those animals that were just not as common um, for a long time there for decades, um, they've, their numbers have increased and you know, it's just like the buffet going down the, you know, following the creek banks and the river banks where the mountain lion can stay hidden. He's just got a buffet waiting for him there. Yeah. And it's interesting. Um, as you look back through the pages of Kansas history, um, when you look at newspapers in particular, you find stories occasionally in the 19th century where individuals talk about seeing mountain lions um, or different kinds of large, what they term a large cat-like animal or a mountain lion or, you know, other, or, you know, wolves, um, other animals in the past. And the people reported seeing them in the 19th century. And they were kind of the bane of people's existence, especially if you were outside the settled areas. Uh, people would be keeping, again, their children close to home, but you would be keeping extra watch over your cattle, especially your calves, because right. they were much easier, much easier targets for uh, large calves. And uh, our neighboring states are also seeing higher populations. And of course, you know, in Colorado, we expect cats in Colorado because you know, they've got the Rockies, they've got, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, uh, the area there that you would expect to find a mountain lion. But like our friends, John Manette, you know, was talking about mm -hmm. uh, there where he lives and, and a lot of our other friends, again, because of the encroachment and um, the building up, you know, the mountain lions are seen in a lot of towns and cities in Colorado. Same thing's happening in Missouri. Um, yes. The mountain lion sightings are much more frequent. And one of my friends actually saw a mountain lion in the parking lot in Kansas City of the big company that she works for. Um, it was the um, twilight, maybe, you know, she was leaving work sort of late. And there he was standing in the parking lot. But, you know, Kansas City, like a lot of cities, just like Wichita, you know, you've got the Arkansas mm -hmm. running right through the middle of town. Um, Kansas City, there's a lot of wooded areas. There's yeah. a lot of waterways, you know, the, um, the Missouri and the, um, and the Colorado Rivers come together mm -hmm. and a lot of big creeks. So it's not that far-fetched that they're roaming all along there and then just, you know, pop out every now and then. And, you know, I, I have friends in southwestern Missouri and northwest Arkansas that are also catching them on their game cams. Um, I have a couple of friends who uh, constantly on Facebook will post what they're picking up on their game cams. And it's really, it ranges from the humorous, from raccoons coming to, you know, forage and find what they can, to actually to mountain lions and to coyotes and all manner of critter in between. And yeah, and so even in, especially in Northwest Arkansas and Southwest Missouri, where it is far hillier and extremely mm -hmm. wooded, and they are having a field day there as well because turkey and deer and other small game uh, uh, populations are also extremely plentiful there. So 
It is open season on small game for big kitty cats. It really is. And, you know, uh, I was talking with some of the guys the other day and they're like, we really don't mind the mountain lions taking out the deer because the deadliest animal is Bambi. I'm sorry, yeah. but the, the deer um, and vehicle collisions, yeah. gosh, is it? 5,000 or 10,000 a year in Kansas. I can't, you know, we don't, we've only got 3 million people. You know, we don't have that many vehicles on the mm -hmm. road here. And, um, but those collisions, which are often um, really bad and, and sometimes deadly, you know, God bless them. The deer are just everywhere. And so, yeah, taking out a few of those might be, uh, might be a good idea, but watch Fifi in the, in the process, you know, exactly. become a snack. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, this, this lovely, and, and I'm torn um, because I know that um, I know that the mountain lions can be dangerous to, of course, our pets, our small animals and even livestock and, and other things. And, but there's that part of me that I'm such an animal lover. When I look at the face, the space behind me, oh, it's, gorgeous. it's such a beautiful, there's yeah, such a beautiful and very regal and very powerful and noble looking animal. And there's also that part of me that just hates that thought of, you know, having to trap or, or having to, having to thin out mountain lions if they become too plentiful because they are, they're beautiful. Um, I always think, you know, they have to eat too. Uh, but I just don't want it to be Fifi or Josie, my cat. So, Yeah, they have to eat too. But you tell that to that poor little porcupine behind me, Michelle. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure he wasn't real thrilled about the. No, no, I'm sure not. Well, it's been another great wildlife Wednesday. And if you've got some wildlife stories, share them with us. And, and we would love to hear them. And if you've got some pictures of a mountain lion in your backyard, we'd sure love to see those too. So we will see you next time. And in the meantime, I'm Deb Goodrich. I'm Michelle Martin. And we will see you somewhere around Kansas. Kansas. Thanks a lot, folks. See you later. Okay, looks like it's time for our tour. Welcome to the Fort Wallace Museum. Here at the museum, you're gonna find some really interesting stuff like our replica stagecoach from the Butterfield Overland Dispatch. We've got facades from the fort buildings. We've got an 1870s flag. There's a plesiosaur that was discovered locally. We've got the Ray Pump Organ Collection. We're a little bee place with a great big story and we'd love to have you. In 1821, a trade route was opened from Missouri in the United States across prairies and mountains to Mexico. In 2021, we will mark 200 years of epic conflicts and grand adventures, larger-than-life personalities and sweeping landscapes. Join us on an historic journey. The Santa Fe Trail lives on. Find us on social media or santafetrail.org.